0: Hello, my ladies, my gays, my theys, and the men who get it. I am Reagan, and today I have Abby with me. Hi! <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. It is truly my pleasure.
1: <laughs> I, I can't get over it. You look, like, so stunning. You have, like, your makeup done. Your lighting is perfect. I, like, rolled out of bed. I have not brushed my hair or my teeth yet.
0: <laughs> well... I get up so so early, um and also the lighting is a window, so okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: nothing like uh nature's light nature's ring light <laughs> yes, nature's ring light is is impressive, oh my <laughs> god
0: Abby to to be honest, you have uh somewhat been on my podcast before because I told a story um about when there's nice guys in the workplace, oh, and yeah. I mentioned the crying bathroom. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: We spent a lot of hours, even days collectively in that bathroom, um, crying
0: really like at least one of us was crying. The others were like, it's fine. It's fine.
1: It's fine. Good times. That's totally normal for a work environment. Yeah, Yeah, totally. I like, I keep wondering if that was like specific to that job or if like everyone everywhere faces things like that. And I'm starting to realize that there's just a lot of men that suck in the workplace. Like, it's just it's 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 more universal than that. I think the feelings behind the crying may have been specific,
0: and yeah. the location of the crying was pretty specific. But as to the environment and the types of men that created the crying, yeah, a little more universal than I'd like
1: to admit. Totally. I'm sure. Yeah, they're like out there in the world, and <sighs> yeah, we we all survive though. We're all doing better things. <laughs> So that's good. Bigger and better. Left them behind in the desk or the dust, the desk. We left <laughs> so. them in a desk somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, we are, yeah. We're out of we're out of the crying um bathroom for now. So that's good. We're we're free from the crying bathroom.
1: Free from crying. Uh broke yeah, broke free, like Kelly Clarkson said. Yeah. Is that Kelly Clarkson? No, broke free is. High School musical, what is Kelly oh Clarkson? god, break no. away, is break away. We yeah. did break away.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's discuss the in quotations. Nice guy. Now, you've told me you have a story, and I'm well, maybe many stories, but I'm super excited to hear. So, what yeah, you got?
1: yeah, I have a few. It's like how to even nail down one because this is such <laughs> something that people run into, but I guess I'll start or I'll go with the one that's like most prevalent in my life recently which was I was working on a tv show um with this boss who like everyone said was like the nicest guy ever you know as they say about people um <laughs> super outwardly nice super outwardly funny uh went with him from one show then to another show and that's when his like true colors started to show it was really like it's so crazy that, I mean, every industry has this, but the entertainment industry, like men can get away with being like big, angry babies and like no one. Yes.
0: Them. Yeah. Like <laughs> Tantrums are allowed on set. Yeah. Like literally everyone can see it. They're like, someone get him a bottle of water. He's just yeah. a little crappy. Yeah. Like,
1: yeah, really? really? Like, has anyone fed him today? Like, like what? craft, craft services. Could you craft, get over here? Yeah, come on. It is really, um. That was like really shocking to me that there's not a ton of like account accountability in that way, and especially because these people high like above the line quote unquote uh, industry speak like someone like a showrunner who's considered like a god on set that you can't really like question them, you can't um, turn mm-hmm. them into anyone because they're the person you turn them into, you know? Like you can be yeah. like, hey man, you're, I want to report someone's behavior. It's you, you know? It's like, yours. It's, yeah, like you're making oh. us all really uncomfortable. So he God. um he was uh I'm trying to think like moments that led up to the big moment but uh I don't know how much how detailed do you want me to get into every
0: whatever you oh, want okay, girl oh,
1: this is okay. your world um moments so he was like the showrunner and um we were working on a show for like nine to twelve year old girls but he's a man in his late 50s you know she's totally it, knows
0: what's going on with that it,
1: totally so it was funny because there were a lot of like younger women on the staff and like of course all of their ideas were like no i don't think this is how girls talk you know like oh like, my I, god was, like, well i was like i'm texting my like gen z sister right now and she just said the word bet i think we should use it you know and yeah right oh, i think we should say coolio or whatever you oh, know like oh my god get jiggy with it yeah, yeah. Like the most like nineties phrases. But there was a lot of problems with the network. And this the network was figuring things out because they were a first-time network. And um he would just throw these temper tantrums if they didn't like the script that he wrote, where he would like he actually had a um, he always joked about this, which I'm like, mm, I don't know if we're joking about that, but automatically in his office there was a Matt Lauer um like door pedal, so he could press. <laughs> a yeah like a break near his desk and no. then the door would shut yeah no like, one needs that unless that no you're taking is- someone hostage I, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: it's not necessary everyone can shut a door like the you any, can stand up and walk 10 feet to the store if you were in any other setting if I walked into my dentist oh that's my dad that's not a good <laughs> <laughs> but if you walked into your doctor's office and all of a sudden they're like oh welcome and they hit a button on the floor and the freaking door closed you'd be like
1: Police! Yeah. like you literally nine one one, like it yeah and so that uh, to his credit which i'll give nothing else's credit that was already existing in the building so uh, like he didn't have that put in there but it's also just like concerning that that ex- did exist in the first place but yeah right um, yeah but he so when he, he would get like bad notes from the network or studio or things weren't going the way he wanted to go he would like go into his room and like slam the door or use his pedal and just like people would like we'd be in the writer's room being like what do we do right now are we like are we allowed to keep going like I would be the person who'd like knock and be like hey so we've been here for two hours yeah like can I get you anything you know like literally treating him like a child and he's just fully having a temper tantrum and we have a deadline you know, and then because he spends two hours, like, crying in his office or whatever he's doing, um, then we have end up having to stay till, like, 1 a.m. in the morning. No. So
0: that whole time, it's, like, a full stop. You were just sitting yeah. there for two hours while he throws a temper tantrum.
1: Totally. Like, on oh! his, like we're all, like, at the whim of his, like, what fans? I don't even know what you say. But, like, we're all, like, have to do what he says. Yes. And um Yeah. We're just like, I'm like, do you think it's fine if I go on a walk right now? Like, you know, you don't know when he's going to come back. I feel like I'm in prison. Like, (laughs) can I leave? (laughs) We're on the Paramount lot. So it's like, there's a, you know, there's a mile loop I could get in right now. Like, and so you're just totally like under their thumb, like, you know, and in the thing they say about showrunners is like, always get a showrunner who likes their family because, then they'll want to be home, you know, at 5 PM. Like they'll want want to see their kids. They'll want to see their wife. They'll want to see their husband, but, um, make it so that they want to go. Like, I love that it has to be, they personally have to have their
0: own reason to do it
1: and not because they care about you as individuals. Totally a hundred percent. And so, Mm. yeah, he was just horrible in that sense and um didn't want to be at home it seemed like and was also like a little flirty with one of the writers in the office Eh. and which was like really uncomfortable so it seemed like he wanted to be with her and like the other yeah the other writers would be like this is a really strange dynamic um so by the time the second season happened the only the only writers he brought back so he brought me along but then Um, and then another guy but then the like the because I was his assistant but the only writer he like brought back was um this one girl that he had been flirting with all Mm. the other women that were on the staff did not bring back just her of course of (laughs) course yeah she flirted her way or he like not flirted her way but she just like he was susceptible to the flirting to the sense that like it was this is how I hire people are they making me feel like a sexual god or not right if if you check no I don't want to work with them if they're not constantly like flattering me then they can go yeah
0: but it's also like I I always think it's interesting because people will use the argument with women of like and I'm talking about a very certain type of man man, not all (laughs) men are saying this kind of thing but they're like oh well you just uh, you get a pretty privilege and you just get to say, you know if you just flirt a little you get on a yacht and it's like you do realize they are expecting something and wanting something from totally. you for that. Like he's not just like, this is a fun flirt. Like there is some part of him no. that wants something from that.
1: And they're a hundred percent sinister vibes. Like they're oh. like, definitely we, you know, we speculated maybe there's more, but of course we, know, we never actually know what was going on. But the fact oh. that He and then he went to another show. I quit at that point. But the fact that when he went to the other show, she was the only person he brought with them. And then he went to another show. And again, she was the only person he brought with them. So it's um, making him look real bad. And (laughs) and like, it's so crazy because the second season of the show, we had like these amazing writers. We had a writer who had been on Friends, a writer who had been on Modern Family. You know, like these people who were like so talented. um, And instead of letting the group come up with ideas together and do a writer's room like you know usually in a writer's room you're writing in a group and you're like bouncing off of each other we'd all be sitting in the writer's room just being like so are we gonna write today and he and the one girl from the staff would be in his office no yeah And, like, like it got to the point that our, like, co-EP, which was the Friends writer, would go in there and be like, so do you want us to do anything today? He'll be like, I think we got it, actually. You guys just, like, keep brainstorming. And be like, brainstorming what? Okay. Like, Wasting our time. Yeah. It was a really insane environment. And just seeing um, so many women be ostracized and it just being okay because he's, you know, allowing, like, the women weren't allowed on set either like that's something that happened like it, it was like an unspoken thing that happened but basically um because something happened with the writer that he you know quote-unquote mentors flirts with whatever like on set then the, the cast became uncomfortable with like her on set. So they, no. sort of, yeah. So the cast was basically like, I just want Chris on set. And Chris was the only guy. And uh-huh. so, so no, no one else was allowed on set, which in, so, in turn were all the women. <laughs> right. So, because they
0: probably didn't want to out one specific person, which would in turn out the showrunner and
1: his bad behavior. Yes. They then were just like, "We'll just say the one man." Yeah, he can come to set totally. Can all so the like women out? So instead of this one person being held accountable, like this sure. one man, like it's literally just like all the women. It's the are punished. You know what? I think we should just punish all the women. <laughs> yeah, it's real. And then like no one questions like you because this guy is up top. Like you can't, you know, you he's the person you report to, so you can't question it and the women on our staff are like really, um, discouraged because in the beginning they thought he was such a nice guy. Like they'd come to me, I'd work with him, you know, before and they'd be yeah. like, isn't he such a nice guy? And I'd be like, Oh, I hate that. Not, like smiling. Yeah. It's like, uh-huh. like, yeah, yeah just too late, you know, like, and, yes. um, and so he really did tri- like, he told one of the writers at one point, he was like, you know, I don't like to be in a room one-on-one with a woman, like, unless you know, it's my wife, and uh, <laughs> that's and- just not plausible. Like, there's, you know, yeah. what I'm saying, like, in his industry,
0: you will undoubtedly, like, unless you're, unless you're not staffing enough women, like, right. it is so rare that you would not be doing something professionally with another female totally at some point keep
1: it in your pants enough that you can't even be in the same room with another woman oh my god that's what i took away from it this writer was like isn't that sweet and i was kind of like no i don't think it is like i think that's the rule you have
0: to set it's like i don't i don't hit women at the workplace (laughs) you're like wait do you hit women elsewhere like sometimes the good part makes you question much
1: more like what's
0: the rest of it
1: a hundred percent. And so uh, when, when she found out then like when we, cause at the beginning we were on zoom, you know, so cause it was oh, still COVID yeah. and stuff. So people couldn't see the dynamics in the beginning of like mm. the office yet. But then when we actually got into the office and it was just him and this other writer in the room and all the other female writers uh, in big writers room, it was like, well, he is one-on-one with a woman. <laughs> He's a liar. Right. <laughs> so so he's a liar. Got it. Got yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh definitely. And, it, and it's frustrating because of course the person in charge is always the most out of touch, always the most like um, yeah. like he really wanted there to be like a heart attack in the show. Like in, in the like, kid's show? In the kid's show. Okay. And, and, and like it was just very clear he was going through something in his own life. Like, oh. you know, like midlife crisis was happening starting to think about death like questioning who he is I feel like
0: one of the children should be balding and yeah, yeah. should buy a Corvette You're
1: like, wait. Right, right. wait a second so he, he tried to get a heart attack in the show that didn't fly so he got like a, a death of an old man in the show oh, God. And, I'm like, and I'm like are we what are we teaching these young ch- like do they need to learn about death from this show he from us like, yeah he got a like a torn or a wildfire episode in like he just like it was just like death trauma death and you're like this show's about girls playing basketball yeah. Like what? <laughs> it was canceled but it's... dude <laughs> that, that, this is quick but that
0: reminds me of when and you know about this when we worked for a toy company and there was a quote-unquote nice guy client that like made me would call me and I'd have to be on the phone with him for hours about a script about toys that I will that will remain unnamed and literally at one point he was like I was just I'm just trying to get through this man you know I'm just like just you can't be rude you can't be rude like just get through it yeah um as many of my interactions with like it's not
1: succession like this is he literally
0: he literally goes okay but uh what do you think What do you think the toy's motivation is? I'm like, oh my God. The toy's motivation is that a human's hand is controlling it.
1: It has no thoughts. um, And we're writing the lines for it. But it was like,
0: it was like this dude thought he was Spielberg, man. Like, it's like you give a, you give a middle-aged man with ambitions that maybe haven't been fully fulfilled or something they want to talk about any, any avenue. And they're like, yep. (laughs)
1: I'm it's gonna, a hundred percent like they're like, this is my, this is where I prove myself. Yes. This is like this. My is magnum my opus. This is it. Yeah. My like, symphony. Is it because is it? like no one's watching the show. Is and... it about you
0: actually? Yeah, or is yeah. it something else? You're making it. You're making it about you. I, you know, what's interesting though, is like the, the totally bizarre, just listening to your story, the totally bizarre culture. Oh, of yeah. the unspoken uh control and manipulation yeah. where so often like when i think about where we used to work and just being on set in general um there would be times where people would throw fits or whatever else and like you you were afraid to even ask anything like you like it was clearly something was wrong or we needed to take action but you you couldn't even bring it up because it was so unspoken like don't make a fuss don't make a problem just sit there till I come out of my tantrum room or like do you remember hold on I'll come back we'll come we'll come back (laughs) do (laughs) you tangenting tangent um do you remember when the uh plumbing went out Oh. at the place we worked.
1: I actually don't remember that.
0: You went home. Remember you had to go home? Oh,
1: probably because I have so many hemorrhoids and bathroom issues. I was like, bye. (laughs) You did. You're like, I can't do this. (laughs) (laughs) My butt's too sensitive. (laughs) My butt's too sensitive for this. Yeah, I poop too many times a day (laughs) to be dealing with this. (laughs) You did and you left. But so
0: let me fill you in on. So (laughs) because the culture of don't make a fuss was so strong. Nobody went home despite there being no active plumbing all oh my day. We're supposed to go across the street to a gas station bathroom.
1: Oh, I remember that the bodega, yep. yeah, the bodega,
0: the bathroom With bodega. They had good uh, crackers, great crackers, <laughs> bad bathrooms, bad bathrooms. <laughs> but times. there was even a woman who was pregnant at yes, the time who did not that. go home mm. and just this is my bathroom and nobody questioned it and nobody nobody like even put up a fuss about it. everyone's yeah. like we'll just not use the restroom we'll just do like really unsanitary things because everyone was so terrified of causing a problem and I look back that's my clearest example of like we that's how bad that culture was was that people weren't totally. even saying anything when they had no access to running water or bathrooms.
1: Well, and that's the thing. Like, I respect little Abby for like, you know, going home yes. and like like having that spirit about her and being like, f this. Like, what is happening? You I for lo- all- it. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love all versions of Abby. But yeah, you were it was great. You just bit you like, bye. And yeah, I'm like, like, I can't do this.
1: Yeah, I wish but- I was you. I wish <laughs> I had IBS right now. <laughs> yeah. But only. But it, only. Is, it is, it is, it almost feels like the Almost the older you get or the more you're in the workforce, like the more complicit you get to it because you're just, you, yeah, you just get used to being, okay, let's just get this done. You've seen people try to challenge the system before and it yes. doesn't go the way they planned. Um, And so you just kind of accept that. And then it just like continues the workplace uh control, like you said, where it's like, you're just fearful and you feel like you can't speak up about things. And especially in the entertainment industry where they'll find anyone to replace you in two seconds so say, if, yeah 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 and so if you're like coming in and being like hey actually like the way you're acting right now is kind of insane like we probably shouldn't put death in the show about like nine to twelve year old girls and like we should probably like not mention like prostate cancer like then they'll be like uh fired like I'll find Replaced. someone new yeah like I already have your backup so it, yeah. it's a weird it trains you to be docile and complicit
0: yeah, and like just people remember you're more often than not, unless you're in some like really special company or you work for someone you know or or something, a unique situation, they don't care about you. <laughs> like, totally. They will totally. replace you. You oh will my fe- God. I used to feel like such a sense of that place we talked about that we both worked at. Um, mm-hmm. I felt such a sense of uh loyalty, even though they weren't loyal yeah. to me. Totally. I felt that and then realizing like how quickly they would just drop people and fire people like with no warning, just being like, oh, sorry, I know you're dependent on this for your livelihood, but uh, yeah. and you've been
1: here for a long time, but uh, see ya. That reminds me the one time at that workplace we used to work at, the one time that they did give someone like time was when I reported or whoever, or someone reported There was a coworker of ours that got a little too touchy to another coworker and I reported it to my boss and the boss, um, nice guy, you know, like we always say, like nice guy, uh, thought he would, you know, do the right thing. And he did say that they were going to fire the person that uh, basically assaulted our other coworker, but. He was scheduled to DJ a Halloween party. So they were going to wait the <laughs> two weeks until they got the DJ in. And then they were going to fire him. And well, it's... They didn't it, tell him the real
0: reason they fired him either. Oh, no, they did Nobody not. Nobody knew.
1: Yeah, no one knew. And it's just crazy that like, okay, they they fire like, amazing women like in like a second they're like they don't even have to think about it they're like we came up with this idea today at breakfast let's fire her at lunch you know yeah. and then this guy they're like well you know
0: hold on a us second weeks you if, know if because he's one
1: dj <laughs> yeah yeah one he's a talented worker he's a good worker he's given us a lot um you you know assault me per se He <laughs> you know he's like and wait and a second nap. he has <laughs> never touched me inappropriately yeah, like, what are you saying and um, He's meant to DJ, so... <laughs> Let's get our priorities right. Okay, yeah. a predator in the work environment <laughs> is not as big a deal as losing a DJ... Let's put him in a place where there's gonna be a lot of alcohol, there's gonna be a lot of dark rooms, mm-hmm. no supervision. That's what we need. Let's put him there one last time, the big shebang, um, before we fire him. We know he's could be a dangerous in the workplace. We're gonna put him in the most dangerous setting and then yes.
0: <laughs> <just> <laughs> put him literally go. in worst case scenario and then be done. <laughs> just do all of it. Uh he they did put him on the floor, the same floor as the Friend of ours that he was too touchy with after at least one person who I've mentioned yeah. on this podcast knew about it, they put yeah. them on the same floor.
1: And that's so f-ing wild.
0: And he would come into our room often.
1: And he would, I remember he told a coworker he was like, I think Abby doesn't like me anymore because I posted like something Republican on Facebook. <laughs> you know, like, I, that's it, I mean, you got it. Yes, but also like I watched you assault someone and like, I how is this not computing in your mind? Like, it's really crazy. Like that they often don't even like realize or no, register he didn't. what they did. He yeah.
0: didn't, I, I mean, he and I were best friends when yeah. that happened. And I just immediately, like, that was the first time I think I've had someone I was that close to hear, hear that, that they did that. And I was like, bye. Talk yeah. to you never again. And like, he had no clue what was going on. And I didn't feel like I was in the position to say. Totally. It's but exactly. I just was like, peace. And he was like, oh, no, no. And he didn't, even to her, he acted like he didn't know. And it's like, what don't you know
1: about what you did? Like, what's confusing? You're, first of all, you're married. Totally. Well, to her, he had said something like, I'm like, you know, I'm sorry, things are bad in our marriage right now. Like stuff like that. And it's like, the issue isn't like, you and your marriage like that's your own thing the issue is like that you touch someone without them wanting you to touch them right in a very very intimate way publicly like I still don't feel good about telling someone else's story you know what I mean like of you know and like in being the reason that
0: well remember why though was because we were having mental breakdowns
1: yeah, that's true. We Because well, he would walk into my office and close the door and I'd be like, I don't want to be in a room with this guy.
0: Yes. Something had happened with you and him that you were crying and that your VP conf- confronted you. And then oh, yeah. if I'm remembering correctly, and then you were forced into that conversation. Yeah, you, that makes you did sense. Not,
1: you did not want to have that conversation. Okay. Yeah. I like... I swear like I how many years ago was that like six years so it's like such like such a blur to me like it's those burned. high intensity moments like it's burned oh my in my God. brain yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've gone the opposite way my brain's purging it yeah Fuck. yeah and it's crazy that like the the way that the women like kind of turned on this predator almost immediately as soon as we heard we were like that checks out like we're so sorry or as soon as it happened you know like and all the women in the office who knew about it were like this is so screwed up like we believe this person or the people who saw it and but the men like even men who were there when it happened we're like, you know, well, I didn't get a good look at it and like at what happened, and like he's my friend. And like, I remember a guy even from the office went out to lunch with the predator after, yes, um, he was reported just to like catch up. And I was like, it's really wild to me that like the women right away were able to recognize this behavior and be like, this is up, this is bad, like, we can see this person as a predator, like, we believe you know the situation. And then the men, they really like. Talk themselves into believing something different. Like they, yeah. they think of Even every there reason, yeah, to believe like that this did not happen.
0: And and the main thing is like all it took was seeing I wasn't there when it happened, but I saw the aftermath. And seeing yeah. her reaction the next day, and see, I mean she had to go home, like seeing how upset she was, seeing all that, there was no doubt no consensual act nothing right. that she would have wanted ever would make her look that way and not that you need to see that
1: to believe a woman but i'm just saying like you have this proof in front of you totally and do you have the proof yeah you have the proof of how it's not even affecting just as one person but the ripple effect throughout your office like do yes. you want a workplace that people are on edge people are crying all the time yeah that crying on time, scared, don't know what to do. 100%. And I think a lot of times it comes from like them having to re examine their own behavior and a yes! lot Yes! <laughs> Preach. <laughs> and so that scares them. And that's why they are quick to come up with excuses. Like I think of this moment in the office that we worked in when the Me Too movement was happening. This so is just like so a much,
0: burn down the office yeah, that, that we worked down in. The
1: office. All, yeah, the Me Too movement was happening when people were posting Me Too on Facebook and um two of the nice guys uh wives had posted me too on facebook and i overheard them talking about it and they were you know saying like this is really great that women are coming forward with like the me too movement and saying you know sharing that they've been you know assaulted or survived assault whatever it is and they're like but like when i saw my wife post i had to think to myself like I didn't do this to you. Right. And then they like started kind of laughing. And the other guy was like, I had to think that to me too. I had to be like, you're not talking about me. Right. Like, I'm like the fact that they had to like think through their own behaviors in that way. what? Yeah. And like, they're not sure about, you know, like who they could be talking about. Like, it's concerning to me that, uh, these guys don't know like what, you know, enthusiastic consent would look like, or the fact that they'd ever question, you know, or make that joke in the first place. It was coming from a joking place, but like, why make that joke? Being like, I had to make sure my wife wasn't saying that I assaulted her. It's like, right. what kind Do of you joke re- are you making in yeah. this moment?
0: That's one of those say that say the full joke out loud with your chest, like, yeah. which is, yeah. I had asked my wife, but you're not talking about me assaulting right. you, right? Like, yeah, yeah. huh? <laughs> I fully believe that so much, even in the case of like egregious it could be egregious sexism or egregious whatever like i'm somehow a man is hurting a woman whatever in whatever way certain men will come out of the woodwork to defend this stranger they don't know this man but they have to defend him because they know that they have done a behavior somewhat similar somewhere on the spectrum of what that man did and to condemn that man is to condemn some part of themselves and they're unwilling to do so because why else come out of the, why, like, I mean, literally, you can post anything on TikTok or whatever and somebody's going to come out of nowhere and be like, well... It's like, "Oh, this guy ran over somebody with their car." They're like, "Well, actually, you know, like I feel like the pedestrian should have been a little more careful, you know?" Yeah, do we
1: know like what words were exchanged before the pedestrian? Like, I feel like the pedestrian was into it. Like, yeah.
0: yeah. Was wearing an "I like being run over" shirt. Right, so, right. why don't you why don't
1: you ask the t-shirt company where it's like, what? Yeah, it's like, let's let's examine the circumstance. Yeah, yes. and it's like, no, like, let's look at the action and because the, they identify with the action and they find excuse in the circumstance.
0: Yes, that was very well put, Abby. Um, <laughs> so smart. Uh, <laughs> I posted, like, my point of this video was literally, it was about uh, 50 first dates. And all I was saying was like, this is not a funny little quirky setup
1: Yeah, this uh, woman every day is like who the f*** is this man
0: (laughs) well it's a true story that actually happened this there is a woman but she also has a brain trauma and she also has seizures her life is really hard luckily she met her husband before so she has memory of him but I was just like this is not a cute little thing you know he's using manipulation by going on dates there sometimes she doesn't like him and he's like well I'll just redo that you know and yeah, it's like yeah my totally. point my point was simply like that's not like a it's like Adam Sandler is a guy who can't stay with women more than one night and Drew Barrymore is a woman with brain trauma it's like it's not a cute little setup that was my point right. like totally. not not there's so many intricacies like it's just not it's not it you know yeah yeah it's not it and i had so many men Get on there and just start just attacking me. Uh, Like of all the videos I post, which I talk about all sorts of things that women are dealing with. Yeah. Nice guy behaviors. I share stories of like terrible stuff they've done, but I dare to talk about this film and certain (laughs) men came out of the woodwork to be like oh I'm sorry are you saying Drew Barrymore's character should never fall in love I'm sorry and I'm like number one Drew Barrymore should have all the best things ever in the world because she is the best yeah yeah,
1: she's a sweetheart I'm
0: obsessed with her it's fine we don't need to get into it but (laughs) they're like oh so she just shouldn't be happy is that what you're saying a guy was literally saying to the something to the effect of she's lucky She's lucky to have a guy so committed to her. Oh,
1: my God.
0: That he would keep trying every day. She's lucky in her state that someone would love
1: her that way. And I was like, oh, my God. Wow. What? I posted this one video about, um, like, how body count doesn't matter. Like, just, like, how many people you, you hooked up with does not matter. You know what I mean? And, yes. And the way it brought these guys out into the comments being like... Yeah. you're and I talk in the video if they watch the whole video they'll see like I'm in a very happy relationship now you know and I talk yeah. about how I like found my partner and um but in the comments they're like no one will ever love you you're gonna die alone like <laughs> oh, cool. you're run through all this shit and I'm like I literally like I'm like I, I'm with someone <laughs> like <laughs> right now if you like just finish the video for me, like, but they you just don't know. And they're like. They were
0: typing after they heard body count.
1: Totally. Just 100%. immediately. And you just never really know what's going to set them off. I guess body count. I like. Have body to, count will. Yeah. Body counts. One of them or like, yeah. So anything bizarre. like that. But. It is just they they come in, like uh they come like in the night they're like yeah. riders in the night like they yeah they like, like we, we ride at dawn <laughs> she she said body count their battle is their keyboard yes yeah, uh, it's, it's how either. many times can they call me a slut and a b- and it's just like let's yeah let's ride this out and see you know how many comments I can get from you guys Yeah. You. like <laughs>
0: this is working for me actually I I mean I had I talked about it I had somebody talk about um this is why you'll never have a husband or whatever. When I was, I think I was talking about the Adam Sandler yeah, and, um, and I was like, well, I'll never have a husband for a lot of reasons.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then their head just explodes because they're like a woman that potentially doesn't want to have sex with me. What do I do with that information? You like, don't
0: want a man to complete you and, and yeah. keep you safe. And you don't want to be fragile.
1: What? Yeah. How, I, how do
0: I save you? How but do I sleep with you and save you?
1: Yeah. Yeah how do I hate you and sleep with you at the same time tell me really all the incels wise they want a woman they can absolutely despise but who wants to sleep with them still it's almost like though I I appreciate I mean this is not, I almost appreciate the incel uh, honesty. Mindset, honesty of just instead of pretending to be the nice guy like I'm not even gonna waste my time with this incel at least he's telling me exactly who he is as opposed to these guys who yeah like the guys in our office are like, we love the Me Too movement, but then we're all down to it. We're yeah. down. We're, I voted for Hillary. I, like, <laughs> okay.
0: I'm, I think I'm going to call it here. Uh, God, I love how many tangents we got off on. This I know. Is I'm the so most... sorry. But no, I, actually I have, love it. I want to say my
1: ADHD brain. I actually have ADHD, so I can not say that. I feel like. <laughs> Same. I, <laughs> yeah, I have a lot yeah. of
0: fun things.
1: <laughs> so grab bag brain just tangent after tangent i
0: love it no you brought i i wanted abby i got abby that's what i (laughs) wanted it's awesome no i i know i really do love it and i love that like each episode is unique to the person that's on it so that feels good if you didn't go on tangents would you even be telling your story
1: yeah that's true i'm like i don't even know remember what story i was telling in the first place abby
0: before we go i really want to talk about this amazing company that you have founded
1: and that i saw on tiktok (laughs) vibes luck came from, well, kind of the experience with the nice guy when I finally left him, you know, and was like, kind of screw this industry. How do I like make my own path? No one else can be in control. of. And so I started to like go back into my passions, which of course is like women's rights, um, orgasm equality like pleasure positivity you know they them their gay LGBTQ rights all the rights like just just, just yeah. all just of us all, all of us the the um and just wanted to create a because I'd been in such a toxic environment I wanted to create a safe space for people to like ask questions about their own bodies and about their own pleasure as of now, I have workshops online. My one right now is just a workshop about uh, how to be on top because I know a lot of women uh, struggle with that when they're beginning their like sexual journeys and how to be on top, feeling good and focusing on your own pleasure and not just your partner's pleasure. Right. And so Imagine. I, yeah. Yeah. It's about you too. Just creating a safe space. Basically, I, my, through my Instagram vibe slut. And then people can from there can go to the website and find the workshops. But Uh, the the Instagram is just used as a place to like encourage conversation about pleasure and like a lot of amazing people like ask me questions which has been really fun and just has been eye-opening to how f***ed up our pleasure gap is and how many less women orgasm during sex than men do so just focusing on empowering women to feel empowered to their pleasure I love the
0: way you do it because it's so just relaxed I I feel like it can be really overwhelming to talk about these things. It can be, or it can be like way too sexual because sometimes people come in so hot. They're like, it's it's time for Pleasure City. You're like, (laughs) oh God. Pleasure Town. Uh, I'm shaking you. Yeah, yeah. I'm the conductor on the Pleasure City train. (laughs) Jump on. And you're like, oh no. But you, it's just like, I just love it's just a conversation. It's yeah. easy. I watched your video about things and I'm like, I don't they don't
1: apply to me, but I would but now I know. Now I know. Thank you. I think it's yeah, it's a no pressure place where we're all just learning together. So it's just it's just fun. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for letting me talk about it. And thank you for having me on. What you're doing is so cool and like you found this way to relate to people. That's really cool. Everyone goes through the nice guy experience and Time we like do something about it. I don't know what exactly. Uh, like well, we talk about it. it. We talk about it so we can yeah prevent the nice guy. Um, it's like I was thinking more like we ride it on. Like,
0: what do we do? We get on on our our
1: horses. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) fighting in the streets. Like, like, but talking is good too.
0: Well, you know, we talk about it. We get it out there. Um, I've had people say that now, like, they didn't understand. guys behavior they're like all of a sudden he's just mean like i i and like being like oh i i kind of understand that now so it's educational it's cathartic
1: um
0: that's what i love i and i love just like i feel like just allowing a platform where someone can just talk about it can just dish and unload and um i'm here to (laughs) to listen and and joke a little bit but um mainly just i love i love sharing space with people and um yeah
1: well, thank you for sharing space with me. Thank Girl, you. anytime so I want
0: I will share space with you. Uh, and then will you go ahead and tell uh how they can find you again? What is your Instagram oh, and yeah. your TikTok? Um, my
1: Instagram is at vibeslut. Uh it's spelled V-I-B-E-Slut. Um oh. <laughs> My TikTok is at Abigail Jensen underscore. They don't let me use the word slut on TikTok. So it's I'm just my own name on TikTok, <laughs> not vibe slut.
0: <laughs> well, I'm glad everyone can find you. Um, I'm glad that everybody has listened to this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Um, we appreciate it. And if you want to share your stories, make sure you're sending them to the f the nice guy podcast at gmail.com. And as always, my friends, F the Nice Guy.